we are live. Hey guys, welcome back to Dallas Geek. Uh, we always love having you here for these uh, midweek streams. Um, if this is your first time uh, joining us, I'm Brad, that's Kyla, and Hi. we talk about nerdy stuff. How you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, seriously though, if this is your first time watching us, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. Um, don't forget to follow us if you're watching us over on Facebook, or hit the little subscribe button over here, uh, there should be a little something that pops up on the screen, uh, over on YouTube, and, uh, definitely don't forget to like the video, it always helps out with, uh, the, the algorithms and whatnot. Um, and of course, if you like our videos, uh, but don't always have time to watch the videos, you can see our interviews and live streams, uh, in audio form over on Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. So. Lots of options. Yeah. All the options. <laughs> all the options. <laughs> but with that, uh... Kyla, what are we talking about today? We are discussing to see if The Matrix, if it was released today, would be able to hold up with a modern audience. Yeah. Now, as a, a, a little bit of a, a, a preemptive something uh, before you start jumping into the comments, no, we are not talking about either of the sequels. <laughs> We're not talking about the Animatrix. Like, We're not talking the about the video one. game. Just the original, the original first Matrix. One. Um, you know, the, the one that brought Keanu back to us with, whoa. <laughs> so, um, with that. More breathtaking, Brad. <laughs> uh, with that, um, yeah, no, so this is yet another edition of our Does It Still Hold Up, uh, little series that we're doing, uh, for the show, and, um. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think The Matrix may be one of the most heavily debated movies in the, like the last <laughs> 20 years or so. Um, I, I mean, I think the only movie or movies that have been debated more and analyzed more than The Matrix is probably anything Star Wars. Um, I mean, okay, that's fair. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I don't even know if Marvel has been as deeply analyzed and consistently talked about as The Matrix has, just because there are well, so many things that people have wanted to pick apart and dive into, good and there's bad. There's potential for one other rival, which would be um, Pixar with the Pixar theory. Ooh, okay, well, th that, that which, one may yeah, actually- We should talk about that sometime. Yeah. Just as an idea. Although I, I feel like <laughs> that one, uh, that's going to take us down a, a, a Reddit hole that I, I don't know if there's any digging out of. Uh, <laughs> Who said we wanted to dig out that hole? What? Well, <laughs> That's my home now, okay? Fair. Like, <laughs> fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so The Matrix. Um, if you were to remove all nostalgia, uh, don't change a thing about it and just release it today brand new, would modern movie-going audiences like it to the same extent that they did back in 1999. I don't know. Like, I am stuck on 
because I hold some really close nostalgia to it. Sure. Like, I I found, when we talked about doing The Matrix, I kind of, like, went through, like, old pictures that I had access to and stuff, and I found where, like, I dressed up as Trinity, like, three <laughs> Halloweens in a row. Yeah. Because she was, like, the edgy, like, super badass queen that little Evo Kylo wanted to be. But, you know, that that's... Sure. That's beside the point, but when thinking about it, I don't know <laughs> if it would do well today, other than having Keanu Reeves in it, and that seems to be, you know, number sure. one wholesome man. I mean, he is wholesome. I can't I can't try knocking him. He's a beautiful human. Sure. Not just looks-wise, but just his personality and soul is just, just wholesome as heck. But... Yeah. <laughs> now, now I, I think it is worth pointing out that we're not even going to talk about the potential implications of... If the Matrix hadn't come out in 99, would Keanu's career have gotten to the point where he would have been brought into Ooh. the movie in the first place? Now, we're, we're not touching that. Uh, okay, that, fair. That, that, also that is true. way <laughs> too deep of a rabbit hole, and I, I don't even want to think about that, because I am a Keanu fan, and um, yes, I, I, that feels like a, a revisionist history we don't want to touch on. Uh, I, I feel like Keanu's done only good for movies, so, yeah. You could almost argue that uh, both you and just kind of revelation for Mike real quick, you can almost argue that you and Mike are uh, Bill S. Preston and Theodore Logan, respectively. <laughs> <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but staying on topic. But what, yeah. Do you, no, I, do, I, do you, do you think it could, Brad? I mean, I think... I think the special effects would be hit or miss, um, and I also okay. think the the particular aesthetic style of the movie would be a little difficult to be able to pull off today because I feel like mm. assuming that aesthetic continued on back during the early 2000s like it actually did. Uh, I feel like right now that particular aesthetic would be kind of overplayed, and are you I like are you referring to to, to the aesthetic where it's like dang near the entirety of the movie is super dark? Yeah, super. The predominant colors are black, gray, the occasional strikingly white, and lots and lots of green. Green. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like even more than that. I I feel. Like, back in 99, uh, even the technology that was shown then was still relevant. Uh, it was on the edge of relevancy, but it was still relevant, you know, in terms of, like, okay. the types of computers and uh, the use of cell phones and everything. Um, but I feel like if that were to be shown now, um, considering what we've seen with the cyberpunk genre and how it's evolved, I feel like that would be such a step back and not necessarily in a, a nostalgic throwback kind of way that I don't know if it would necessarily hit. I, I feel like the philosophical points uh, would still catch people's attention. I feel like the action would still catch people's attention. But I, I don't know if the movie as a whole package would necessarily uh, feel the same. Like, I think it would be okay. an interesting movie that would kind of be forgotten uh, a year or two after the fact. Hmm. 
So I'm I'm curious if the philosophy, like you said, would potentially carry it a little bit more. Now, granted, part of it's probably because I have such a I don't want to say such a nostalgia for it because it's not one of those like oh yeah let's watch the Matrix. It's not how I am with Boondocks Age. It's like sure. <gasps> can we watch it? Can we watch it? Um, but like I was playing a game with Mike recently of Detroit Become Human. Okay. Kind of hit some not exactly the same philosophical things, more philosophical things that are very prevalent to current events, won't get into that mm-hmm. time. But there's a character that like, I ran into, and as soon as I saw her, I was like, huh, she reminds me of the Oracle from Matrix, like with like without missing a beat, that's immediately who I painted her as. Sure. Kind of like that, like tender, oh, I say tender, she's not super tender, but she kind of is, she's super caring at least, yeah. character, and like, all-knowing and just kind of like point you in the right direction sort of thing but philosophy i think might be able to hold it still because that seems to be a lot of the drives with movies now is kind of like that um what underlying tone really drives it home which people seem to grasp onto sure and then as for the special effects it thinking on it now it the special effects kind of remind me of how almost cheesy slash over the top things like for example like sparta are where it's like literally like super cgi blood going across the screen or in this case super cgi bullets going across the screen um over the top but it's meant to be like super extra so i'm kind of maybe yeah yeah has a chance for people to latch on to it kind of like how other things that have become po- I don't want to say become popular that have been popular people have latched on to even going into the late 2000s I say late 2000s 2010s like I into now I, I feel like it would definitely have potential to hit cult status today um, okay like I, I feel like you if it were to come out today it could definitely hit on to a very um, let's say rabid fan base but I don't I don't really know if it would be as widely popular as it was. Like, I feel like when it came out in 99, that was a very specific time, uh, both in culture and Hollywood. Yeah, like, (laughs) there was such a specific feel to the movies at the time, and this was so, like, opposite to everything else we had. Uh, that it, it gave us a much more nihilistic uh, view while still having that underpinning of uh, uh, hope by the end at least. Okay. Um, it, it gave you a <laughs> philosophy to be able to latch on to but also feel kind of, uh, you know, a bit more educated for watching it. Uh, it, it or at least for some uh, of the, the, the crowd. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> and it also gave uh, a bit of a, I mean, it would be, I think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that wouldn't say that the Matrix was genuinely revolutionary for filmmaking and storytelling at the time. And its influence has been felt all across uh, modern I movies. I mean, that's true. I mean, no, bullet time. True has been so yes. used and revised and adjusted ever since then, but no movie had done anything like that before, and yet now it's become a staple of most action movies. Um, yeah. 
the that is very true the whole uh inception-esque so, thing about you know the, the uh are, are is this real is it a dream or are, are we in a computer whatever i mean that became yeah. a, an ongoing theme in storytelling after that that had only like occasionally been touched on in other niche films um like ai or uh what dreams may come or whatever and you just you didn't really have the same kind of feel before that you did after like it, it shifted a lot of the tones for what we got and i so, i mean it was very unique at the time but now if we're assuming that the movies that have come out that were inspired by it would still have somehow come out yeah a lot of those things that were unique then would almost be redundant so today now yeah it wouldn't have the same sort of like oh that's different now, yeah. granted like it kind of i was reading a little bit this morning trying to kind of like interesting little tidbits about the matrix you know and how the pill thing was like a reference to like total recall that came out what 10 years ish i can't remember when the first total recall came out but i think it was 10 years before the matrix and give me one second i think i think it was it was either 89 or 90 but i think it was sometime in then um 1990 but it pulled okay so but it pulled from other things like that too um i'm trying to think what i was going for I don't like. I, I agree with you. I don't think it'd be as impactful because it pulled from a couple things, and then a lot of things pulled from it. Sure. Um, I think a lot of people might be leave theater and be like, "Oh, been there, done that. Ha ha. God's playing Sims. We all know this joke, sort of thing." But mm, that's a good question. Yeah. Now, granted, if you were to give some leeway to be able to make some adjustments to bring it up to more of a, a modern influence. Um, what just would you make though? I honestly like, don't think it would be too hard to be able to make some like almost minimal adjustments to make it catch up to time. Like I, I feel like adjusting the technology we see in the movie to bring it up to you know the the, the 2010s ish. Uh, level of tech would be one aesthetic thing just to make the world feel a bit more current yeah yeah uh, real uh, you know even okay. though it's not the real world um, but also I feel like our overall perception of that post-apocalyptic cyberpunk aesthetic has changed enough in the last 20 years that even the real world aesthetic the real world technology uh like on the nebuchadnezzar uh and showing yeah. everything uh outside uh, of the ship would be able to make some minor adjustments to make it look a little less um archaic and, and uh <laughs> make it feel just more up to speed with what cyberpunk is today um so, like, even the possibility of changing the, uh, I, and, I, and I know the the color schemes uh, were very specific to, to the themes of distinction between real and yeah. cyber, uh, cyber, fake, whatever. Um, <laughs> but even making some adjustments there, uh, either by 
changing the vibrancy of uh, the, the matrix uh, or changing just some of the color tones uh, just enough to make it feel a little less dull uh, yeah. would make a big difference in just the, the immediate impact on people uh, just, just from mm. a visceral point of view. A lot of people when they think cyberpunk now they immediately go to like that uh what is it called it's like hyperwave yeah that, there's like the pink purple and blue yeah. like neon light theme that, and that uh occasional like orange blaring through all of it yeah like the beacon across the side but yeah that blade runner uh esque 20 style yeah the the 2049 let's see sure Mike's gonna hate me when I say that. I still twenty four nine. Yes, I was, I was okay. like, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I should know this because I, I actually really enjoy uh, the both Blade Runner movies and you know the book. I mean, yeah. So yeah, no, I mean that, that like has that, that's for the, like pinky, de facto. purple, yeah, yeah, as opposed to black and green is the the next age in technology. Well, even like do an RGB keyboard. Come on now, like <laughs> well, like even changing up the um, the the black leather trench coat look. Um, nah, I think I think I think that can hold up. Well, only because of things like like the Punisher. That's literally his thing. Sort of, but I I feel like the I feel like part of that aesthetic with that like being the default for everybody. Uh, would change. Like, I, I feel like Trinity's look would still work, but I, I almost feel like Neo's aesthetic would... Would it be more strappy? Like, say, Keanu's character in Cyberpunk 2077? I mean, yeah, kind of. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like, I feel like it would be a lot more technologically inspired. Uh, a, okay. a lot less, you know, uh, 90s emo rebel in a lot more, God. like, proper tech punk rebel. You know, ex exactly like what we got in, uh, you know, uh, basically, yeah, could him. Have a, <laughs> could you almost say, I know everyone's probably seen the video of it, the, I hate to say it, because it's such a meme now, but like the goth kids dancing underneath the bridge and they're cyber goths. Could you say that maybe it would go under not that extreme, but like towards that direction. I don't know. Because that's how a lot of like when you look up like a futuristic sort of things now, that's kind of the aesthetic that they have, but not so you know? extreme. I know what it is. The uh, I, I feel like if the Matrix were to come out today and make a minor change to the character aesthetics, what you'd get is basically what we got with um, season one of Altered Carbon. It, it was, it, it had a lot of inspiration from Blade Runner, but okay. it gave a little bit more tw uh, of a twist with um, the use of technology. Like, uh, okay. the, the use of, uh, like, tech implants and uh, cloning and um, just, just the natural incorporation of biotech into daily life. And I feel like that would be the kind of thing that you would get with a modern Neo. That if he's supposed to be part of the Matrix uh, and be able to like have come from it, that the only logical modern equivalent of that would be somebody that basically 
incorporated that literally into his final final form, so to speak. Um, Fair. Yeah, yeah. So so cut the black, cut the you know the 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 moody sunglasses and toss in uh, some implants <laughs> and you know maybe uh, you know some like holographic heads up display or something. You know, something that would feel are more... Are we going back to Google Glass, or are we talking more like Power Reader from Dragon Ball? <laughs> kind of somewhere in between. Like, like something that would feel more like what we're... Like, today's predictions of what technology is going to become in like 30, 50 years from now. Uh, like okay. that. Like, I, I feel like that would be much more accurate to what it okay. would become today. So, I, I mean, I, I may be read too, reading too far into it, but just because of where cyberpunk is gone, I feel like that's the direction that clicks with modern sensibilities and just makes it feel less clunky. Aesthetically. I got you. <laughs> I got you. So yeah. even with those minor changes, though, like keeping the story the same, where it's uh, JK, we're all sleeping in these pods and being pumped with the idea of this is what the world actually is, but there's sentinels running about, sentinels, yeah, sentinels running about and destroying anything that could possibly tamper with the reality that they create for you. Do you think that whole thing would that part? stand up today? Oh, yeah. I mean, you have enough... You think? Yeah, no, I mean... You have enough people in society that are still readily convinced that the events the from... The, the events from the future <laughs> timeline in Terminator uh, is uh, prophetic rather than a work of fiction that... I absolutely think that there would be enough people that would be willing to buy into that that it would not be a stretch for people to say, yeah, sure. Uh, so, I guess with, like like you said, like the number of conspiracy theories that maybe, like you said, like the, the Terminator idea, the fact that, like, people think they're this flat, despite numerous evidence that there really isn't, but that, that's a whole other, whole other thing. But the conspiracy theorists that people or the moon landing, moon landing, not not touching that one. I that that's a whole different conversation. It's a can of worms, and I will fight someone over it. Oh, <laughs> but how do I put this? With those conspiracy theorists that like grab onto the idea, latch onto it so much that it almost becomes like an identity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I could see that portion of the Matrix being something you could latch on to. Because even when it first came out, there were so many people that were like, oh, it makes so much sense why the world is in such a disaster zone. <sighs> well, yeah, I mean, that... The, they weren't the, prepared for what the, what's come, but nonetheless. I mean, yeah, especially it, now, like, specifically now, like, that, that kind of doomsday scenario of, yeah, the, of course is what the future holds. I don't feel yeah. like that would really be hard for people to say okay. yeah sure about <laughs> okay fair fair i mean so just look at all the post-apocalyptic movies that have come out in the last five years uh alone i mean oh, so many different aesthetics though like so many different aesthetics there's the apocalypse wasteland there's like technology rules the world just kidding we have robots and 
still technology based, but more like androidy robots, I, I suppose. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's so many different ways that you possibly get with it when it comes to apocalypse movies, but. Mm. So we've been kind of like dissecting each sort of portion of it, like the talked about the aesthetic, we talked about the special effects that may or may not be hit or miss, that may have a chance to, just because of some of the other over-the-top, almost borderline cheesy effects that we get on the occasion. Um, sure. Talked about the reality of what it is. So the full, we talked about the philosophy, which is tied to the story. Mm-hmm. Do you think all of those coming together, though, do you think people still latch on to it? Because I'm still having, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. My gut's saying, like, eh, maybe. But I can't, like, lock on to a definitive yes or no. I feel like if you make no changes to it, it becomes a niche cult classic that okay. gets mild public uh, praise but gets a very rabid fan base that holds on to it for years. Uh, if you make changes to make it a modern piece, um, I think you get wider acclaim, and at that point it becomes a 50-50 shot about uh, okay. obtaining the same level of popularity. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think I'm still kind of there with you where even if you updated it for yep. modern times, I still feel like there's just something about it that would have a hard time completely clicking with a modern audience right like it, it just it's something that kind of like sits with me just like mm. yeah yeah that one thing you can't quite Maybe. define but you you just feel like there, there's know, something there that doesn't line up with modern uh sensibilities completely like the certain je ne yeah. sais quoi if you will yeah yeah <laughs> but i don't know i but, yeah i, yeah, I, no, I think that's I mean, still about accurate um I think, I think yeah. the most I could possibly give it was like you said, even with the modern updates that we discussed, it could potentially give it a life. I still think at best I can give it as like cold classic. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I don't think it would be as widespread as it was. I don't think it would be as influential as it was when it came out. Like you mentioned, like Bullet Time is literally almost in every single action movie now, mm. or at least some mild homage to it you know um maybe not necessarily the whole bending backwards head to the ground sort of thing but the like whew, being able to quickly dodge a bullet just sure. by twisting your shoulder to the side and just well look at me i'm so cool like ha, 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 you didn't hit me um sure. <laughs> i don't think it would have as much as an impact or like lasting feel as it did okay so like so the best i can give it is cold classic it's fair they might disagree with me, but that's what I'm going to go with. Probably. I'm my own person. I have my own opinions. Probably. But yeah, no, um, <laughs> that works. So, uh, yeah, uh, question of the day, guys. Um, what do you think? Do you think that The Matrix would stand a chance at being popular if it was released today? Uh, or... Would it be kind of ignored? Would it be cult? Uh, would it be a cult classic, but not really popular? Popular? I mean, what what do you guys think? Please tell us down in the comments below, and Please. we would love to hear from you. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Or prove me right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Create a discussion. Yeah. So, 
with that. People don't get in finals on the internet. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Especially not in the comments section. Are you kidding? Never. <laughs> uh, but with that, um, thank you guys for checking this out. Uh, and if you've stuck around this long, we really appreciate that. Um, thank you. And as we mentioned at the beginning, we're going to go ahead and throw it out there again. Because uh, the, the endless shilling is, as I said, endless. Um, do not forget if you're watching if you're watching this over on Facebook to follow us over on Facebook. Should be about here-ish. Yeah, and if you are watching us over on YouTube, don't forget to hit the little subscribe button. Should be somewhere around oh, here on the screen, give or take. Oh, uh, you know, just a you know nice red button. You just click and subscribe. Um, it like turns white. It's yeah. super cool. Yeah, helps us out. <laughs> Definitely don't forget to like the video and share it with your friends. We'd love to get their thoughts too. And um, yeah, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next time, this has been Brad and Kyla with Dallas Geek saying, see ya. Bye now. Bye bye.